talking once again about truth. Truth. And I want to go to John 15, uh, chapter 15, and I'm going to read from verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is a vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more, so that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. So I am the true vine, right? I am the true vine. I am the true vine that really brings substance. And my father is the vine dresser. Every branch that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes so that it may bear, bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I spoke to you. So what is truth then? Truth is a cleansing agent, right? It cleanses. And what does deceit do? It pollutes, it, it, it poisons, right? Nobody, nobody can bear fruit. And of course, this is an allegory. An allegory is just an extended metaphor, that's all, right? So Jesus is allegorizing, right, about a branch. Of course, this is an agrarian society, right? And he's essentially saying, Nothing grows without truth, right? And this is why I'm going to be talking about this old um, um, idea of truth and suppressing uh, our truth. And God is just bringing a lot of things to my mind, talking about suppression of truth and talking about a lot of the nonsense. If you, it, here's the thing, if you, suppress truth it means just by virtue of what you are doing it means then that you allow deceit right it means that you allow deceit if i flip a coin heads or tails if i don't get heads i'm gonna get tails just by default and vice versa you know really we gotta get back to this whole idea of truth. We are not growing because of this truth suppression. And as I was saying, yes, about all of this conspiracy nonsense, oh, Satan is having a field day with it. Really, I even remember, you know, talk about foolishness. You know what I woke up thinking about today is after 9-11, some great Columbos were looking at the video of 9-11. Does anybody remember this? And they said, people were actually saying, uh-huh, see the way those planes hit those twin towers? 
I knew something was wrong. I was thinking, that's pretty incredible. The CIA did it. The CIA did it. And George W. Bush. Now, really, I even remember when after Sandy Hook and the so-called gun proponents, it never happened. It's all fake. There's even people who denied the Holocaust. The point being, I'm telling you, really, I know truth stings, it stings, but let me tell you something, it cleanses, it cleanses. Let's go to another point, what Jesus says about this cleansing power of truth. John 17, verse 17, you flip it over, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. So think about this. You know one thing that I know? Any, any Christian that is living with his so-called conspiracy theories, and now there's a lot of Christians who espouse this QAnon, let me tell you something. You do not want to touch their lives with a 10-foot barge pole. Their lives are a disaster. They can't be growing. They are dead branches. And look what Christ says. I am the true vine. My father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so they may bear fruit. You are already clean. Meaning that the way to bear fruit, if he is the true vine, what is Jesus? The word, the truth, and the life, right? If that's what's necessary to bear fruit, how can someone else bear fruit if they are not remaining in truth they cannot in other words do you know something you know what lies do you know what deceit does it's almost like dirt i cannot take my shirt now go out into the yard and rub my shirt right in dirt and say well this is clean just like you cannot listen to deceit Listen to lies and say that your soul is clean. So our souls need to be purged. Our souls need to be detoxed. What have we? What has happened to our lives since we've been in this world? We have been being bombarded with information, and most of it lies. You know something? People make decisions on lies every day. People watch infomercials. And they've never seen this infomercial, never even known about that product. And you know what? They will say at the end of the infomercial, for rush delivery, something you have never even known, something that you didn't even know that you needed before the infomercial. Now, at the end of the infomercial, it's like it's a lifesaver. It's ridiculous. Really? Really? And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need that. And when the thing comes, you'll use it maybe once or twice until the next thing, until the next shiny thing. This is what we are doing. This is why we have to get this word in us. If I were to say to myself, you know what? Well, I've already done it anyway. It was the first part of my life. I am just going to come up based on what society feeds me. I'll just take that as truth. I'm going to end up in a bad spot. And you know why I know that? Because I already did. 
I already tried it. It didn't work. We all know where that got us. So we have to make a concerted effort of what we let into our minds. Don't just, in fact, I'm even gonna say this right now. Don't even just listen to me. Go and check it out. You let Sunny. Sunny knows my son. Then ask Sunny. Ask my son. One thing I say to my son, son, I've said this, like he'll ask me, oh, dad, I know you know about this. Uh, uh, you, I'll say to him at the end, but son, go and check it out because your dad might be wrong. I swear. Really, I am not afraid of the truth. I love the truth. This is why I am going to keep talking. I don't care who doesn't, who, who work. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about what God puts on my heart. Really, I am gonna, whether it's a million people or one people, I'm gonna talk about the truth because I know anything else, it's not gonna help you. Really, it's, trust me, it's not gonna help you. On all of these people that people think that they are helping by lying or just believing pie in the sky, you're not helping any of these people. Nobody can be helped without truth. Really, it's like you're leading them in a pit. Trust me on this, really. Uh, you ask my son, I always say, son, uh, 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 check it out because you, that could be wrong. Really, when Paul was leading the Bereans through the scriptures, he said, look, uh, go and check in the scriptures. In fact, if anybody has a problem with you checking out whatever they're saying, then they're not walking in truth. They are not walking in truth. I am doing this not to be right, but so that your lives can be right. And I know your lives can only be right with truth. Really, I know that your life can only be right with truth. And so truth is a cleansing agent. Because let's face it, we have all swallowed lies. And what the word of God does, it detoxes. It purifies. It gets all of those lies out. Because here's the thing that you have to remember. Here's, here's why I'm talking to you about these conspiracies. And if, if you swallow lies, this is the way life works. What information that you take in, you base decisions on that information that you take it. That's how it works. Really. I am telling you, that is how it all works. People take in information and they make decisions based upon it. So anyone who was addicted to food, alcohol, drugs, that was all based on erroneous information. And the, the erroneous information was that somehow this is gonna be able to help me. Really, somehow this is gonna be able to help me. Somehow this is gonna be able to help me get out of this situation. Somehow this is gonna be able to help ease the pain that I am going through. And the reason why it wasn't truth is because everybody comes to the realization after a certain amount of time being involved in addictions and habits and all of the rest of it, it hasn't taken my life anywhere. Really, you think about it. What person can actually say addictions 
I've really progressed my life. Nobody can. Really, nobody can. Who can actually say, well, I believe the lie and it helped me. Here's what a lie will do. A lie will help you feel good about whatever your situation is right now. Right now, for now. In other words, a lie is like a quick fix. It's almost like somebody going and getting high or somebody going and getting drunk. Okay, it will make you feel good about your situation right now. It won't resolve your situation. And when you come down from that lie, your situation will just be worse. Really, really. So here's what you are doing. You are escaping from a five pound problem and coming back to find a 10 or a 15 pound problem. You think about it. And, and on top of that, feeling bad because feeling guilty, beating yourself up because you swallowed a lie. Now I should have known it was a lie. And so now I'm coming back to my, my 15 pound problem that should have been a five pound problem beating myself up in the process. You think about that. No, listen, I should have known is a very, very, in fact, it's a very common statement in counseling. I should have known, but you didn't know, but people beat themselves up because now they know, they believe that they should have known, but if they really had known, they wouldn't have done what they did. So do you see how this thing can twist you around? This is why Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Where is the truth setting you free from? The lie that you believed. The lie that you believed. You take in information. So many people have heard from a parent, oh, you're worthless. Well, clearly, that is a lie. That's a very subjective statement. That is something thrown out based on the parent's frustration. But that is not indicative of your worth, nor at all. And if anybody who takes that, well, my parent, I'm a failure, I'm a loser already, let me do this to numb myself up, will just cause you to gravitate towards more of a lie to try to feel better about the lie that you've just believed. Yeah. So it's bouncing from one lie to another. You know what I used to love when I was a kid? The bumper cars, you didn't get anywhere, but you bump in, boom. Okay, so I can boom, 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 boom. That's what I like, boom, 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 boom. That was it, really. You don't get anywhere, you're just bumping all around. You know, you're not going any, ain't getting anywhere. And that's what lies do. Oh, I think I need this. These lies are quick fixes. This is why a lie will eventually, eventually lead you to destruction. You know, something, one of the things that I found is this is that's a very, very common start is that people with mental health issues, they actually don't live long. Not because mental health, kill, mental, mental health issues kill you, but because mental health issues actually cause people to make bad decisions based on lies, based on how they feel. You cannot make a decision based on how you feel because that's not a constant. 
that is just something that you're going through right now. You can feel a certain way just because a thought came to your mind. You can't make a decision based on how you feel because you're making the decision based on a lie. For the simple reason being is that your thoughts can lie to you. Really. And this is what Jesus actually said. I am the true vine. Remain connected to me. You are cleansed because of the word. Because that's the only place where you can be guaranteed of getting a constant supply of the truth. And now, when you are in God's word and it's cleansing you now, eventually God's word will affect the decisions, that, how you're feeling, the decisions that you are making, right? And essentially, the way that you are living. Because what has happened, every single person on this planet who's ever gone down a road to destruction, it's because of a lie that they believed. It's as simple as that, because of a lie that they believed. And what we need to do is remain close to the vine. This is why I have you guys reading the word, because I know it's the only thing that can combat what you are going to hear out there. Don't forget, as soon as you go outside or inside, you are bombarded. Bombard as soon as you wake up, actually, you are bombarded by lies. It's like Satan as a broadcasting company. Your mind is an antenna and you can pick up whatever he broadcasts. These people who want to believe conspiracy theories, you know what they want? It's kind of like comfort food. Comfort food isn't really comfort food because you know what? It kind of makes you feel comfortable while it's really making you physically uncomfortable because you're going to be packing on the pounds. And let me tell you something, comfort food does not, the end of comfort food is not comfort. It's discomfort, right? There's many, many people who've eaten comfort food, and we know it has not taken them to a comfortable place. So here's what comfort food is saying. You'll feel good while you're getting uncomfortable. That's the only comfort. You're really, you'll feel good while you're getting uncomfortable. It's as simple as that, really. We have got to start embracing the truth. As I said to you yesterday, that uh, Saturday, what I told you yesterday about Saturday, that guy, I was wrong. That guy was right, even though almost resulted in a really, really bad uh, uh, crash. The guy who was almost responsible for the accident on Saturday that I almost got into, he was telling me to calm down. He was right, really. And I was, I've was i been thinking about that. That would have been a showdown of me for a long time. In fact, I actually almost would have blocked this guy from getting out of the way, really. And now I admit he calmed me down. And he was right. The guy who almost caused the accident. But that was the truth, right? That, that was the truth. Before, I would have made the truth how I felt at the time. 
So the truth was, yeah, this guy should get a showdown. This guy should get a confrontation, right? Because that's how I felt. And how I felt to myself at that time was truth. I didn't feel, of course, I even didn't feel like on Saturday, like the guy was coming. And someone could have even said, hey, this guy was somehow kind of calming me down and say, okay, calm down, being somewhat derogatory. Okay, that is fine. I don't care about all of that. I do care that he was right in the sense that that was the truth. There's nowhere else to go. Now, it happened, whatever happened, and even if it'd been an accident, you know, to want to drag him out of his, his truck, which I didn't on Saturday, but which I would have wanted to do because I would have felt justified years ago that you almost did this to, to, to me. Listen, I'm going to bring some discomfort to you. But no, that wasn't the way. The way was, it's right. He was right. He'd apologize. That's it. It was an accident. That is it, right? This is it. Now, and what is that? That really is the truth, regardless of how he said we, there's a lot of things we don't want to hear. And it's because we don't want to hear them. This is why it's so easy to believe a lie. It is so easy to believe a lie and to keep the lie going. Shakespeare said to your own self, be true. Because it's very, very easy to believe a lie. Once again, I, I never, ever get over that guy whose son was one of the most prolific arsonists in American history. And uh, I believe Sandy watched the documentary that I sent. And what that guy did, and they saw him, wasn't like, you know, they're saying, oh, you know, your son has just done a great thing for humanity. The guy just he saw he saw the the uh, the sketch. And he said, "That looks like my son." I'll never forget that. And I even remember what he even said. He said he read the story of this guy, and he said that day my heart started beating differently, and it's never ever come back. But the guy still embraced the truth. Still embraced the truth. In fact, when the FBI arrested his son, he said to his son, he said, son, life isn't going to be the same for you ever again. I, you, I have so much respect for that man. That's real Christian. Of course, the guy was crying on the, on the uh, documentary. But remember that son, he burst out crying. This wasn't fun. Bring you your attacked on the truth. And I'm telling you, this is why I say all of this. We have a world now where people want to believe what they want to believe. You know, if a politician is something one favorable to them, they can commit mass murder. No, he didn't do that. No, he didn't. Don't believe your lying eyes. It's nuts. We have, I'm telling you, you want to live in victory, you have to live in the truth. You know, think about it. Why are we in this mess? Why did all mankind fall in the first place? Because of a lie. We can say pride, all of that it was because of a lie. If you want to, you know what? Where, however long, 
God will have me here. I want to live my best life. I want to see you guys living your best lives. And I know if it's uh, just go and believe anything and everything, it's not going to happen. Really. It, it is not going to happen. That is as ridiculous as saying to you, go and get clean by waddling around in that pig pen. It's not going to happen. Go and get clean by wallowing in the mud. It, it, it is not going to happen. Buy the truth and do not sell it. But here's the thing. Here's also the other thing that's very, very important. The Bible in Ephesians talks about vain imaginations. I'm going to say this, even in your internal thinking, don't go to imaginations that make you feel good. I, I don't know, like thinking that you're invincible, thinking so great of yourself. So here's what has to happen. That internal thinking. So that internal thinking, how you think about yourself has to be grounded in truth. Really, I used to, because of the way I was raised, the time I was raised in, I used to have a lot of vain imagination. It was my way of escaping, really. But I'm telling you, it doesn't do you any, any good, really. You've got to have that internal truth. How you think about yourself, how you see yourself, really. See yourself where you are. Trust me, God will change where you're at, but you have to have an accurate view of yourself. In fact, the Bible says no one should think more highly of themselves. We have a tend to try to do that to make ourselves feel good about ourselves, right? But no, see yourself for where you are at. I mean, look at that man on that, uh, on that documentary that, as I said, embraced his uh, uh, son as this prolific arsonist. And let me tell you something. This guy, this, it was despicable what this guy did. Old people died. And here's what was despicable. The guy used to stand around and watch the place burn down. Really. With people inside the buildings and everything. I mean, the guy was a great man of God, but his son was a sociopath. Really. His son was a sociopath. The guy was actually saying to the police, oh, I don't want you to think I'm a bad person. I'm not a bad person. And it, I mean, this conversation, with him, and the guy was smiling while he was talking about it. I don't know if you remember, Sandy. Remember how evil the guy was to his siblings, to his brother and sister while growing up? The guy was a, a sociopath, really. You know, but the father didn't shield him. The father acted in truth. We are to act in truth. You know, if you get a thought, if you get a thought, if that thought makes you feel good and it's a lie, reject it. Reject it. I'm telling you, reject it. Because here's what you are doing. You are giving Satan a way in. Before you know it, you'll be miles and miles away in your mind from where you should be. And that's because you entertained a thought that just made you feel good in the moment. Really, 
So don't reject it. This is why the Bible says, take every thought captive. Grab it, reject it. Really. And people will relish a thought that makes them feel good. No, spit it out. Get rid of it. And then that, we're going to be on this truth. Like, if we spend time on love, we're going to be spending time on truth. Buy the truth and do not sell it. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. 